offer many excuses for the reason why you fail to adequately worship and praise the Lord? Are you having difficulty maintaining a life filled with praise? Well, Dr. Dixon has the antidote for the struggle. Let's listen. Well, hello. It's so good to be with you. I tell you, this is an exhilarating time. And it is exhilarating that in spite of all, because this whole world is in a famine, we're in an indefinite pause. We're in a time that everybody has Well, I don't want to say everybody. I'm going to take that back because I know I'm not walking around with a grimace on my face. But you're seeing a lot of people with smiles turned upside down because of the horror stories that they have that's going on in their lives. And trust me, we are all experiencing it. So what makes you or I different? from anyone else when we have obstacles that come before us to try to keep us from praising God. There are obstacles there, but I want you to know that you got, you're going to have to be able to break through that. I'm going to talk about it today. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it today because we've been hitting the enemy. Oh yes, you want to hit him like a wrecking ball, demolishing a building. You begin to praise God. Could you visually see that? Oh, I tell you, you start praising him. So many times, what keeps you from going into that place of praise, the obstacles that the enemy presents are sent to stop you from praising God. Praise is both important and powerful, okay? So why is it so difficult at times to praise God? The Bible explains that even with the power of the indwelling Jesus, your heart can still be more deceitful than anything else in Jeremiah 17, verse 9. And sometimes you can forget that you're always dependent on God to live victoriously in this life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You can get so on your high horse. Or not all the time there's it. Sometimes it's just, just youthful energy and not having an understanding and being taught. That's why I'm here. That's why my assignment is here to open up the word of God to you, showing you the principles in there, showing you, dissecting the enemy. And that's what we've been doing this month, talking about praise, dissecting the enemy. So today, let's talk about obstacles to your praise and how the enemy wants you to forget and keep you from depending on God to live victoriously in your life. All right. Well, Satan tries to persuade you that you will eventually reach a point where you can do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the scriptures are very clear that Satan prowls about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. First Peter 5 and 8. See, he disguises himself as an angel of light. You know, the devil and his hosts, they try subtly to subvert. Matter of fact, seek. They seek. They, they, they're looking for someone who's depressed. They're looking for someone in doubt, fear, unbelief. They are looking for someone that's full of oppression. They're looking for someone that has an attitude. Come on. Seeking them out. That's what the scripture says and I believe it because it is so. And he's doing it to subvert the praises that the children of God owe to their heavenly father. He don't want you to give God the glory. You see. God has given us grace in times of need. He has provided us through everything that's going on, provided us that all our needs are supplied according to his riches in glory. And don't forget, he's got streets of gold and walls of jasper and pearly gates. (laughs) So in knowing this, it causes you to humble yourself. 
Oh, yes. And when you humble yourself before the Lord, it lets us know in Matthew 23 and 12 and James 4, 5 through 10, just how much God's grace comes in in our time of need. And praising God allows us to defeat the strategies of the enemy. See, God adopted us. We are adopted into the family of God, you and I. So we don't any longer have to remain slaves to sin. We have a powerful spiritual weapon. It is praise and it's guaranteed to be effective. Oh, yes, it is. So if there's a guarantee there, when there's a guarantee, that means that, hey, it won't fail. It will not fail. Hmm. When you begin to praise him, it will not fail. So that yields us what? Living a life of praise. It's vitally important to live in an attitude of praise toward God because the enemy always wants to throw obstacles up there to keep you from praising God. He always wants to make difficult times and make an issue so important and make a situation look so powerful. Uh, But oh no, I'm going to live a life of praise. That's the antidote right there. It's important. Oh, yes. And let me tell you what you can do. If you're having difficulty maintaining a life filled with praise, let me tell you. Let's see what you should do. Number one, commit your life to Christ. That's what you need to do first. You need to be absolutely sure that you have placed your complete faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. You know, the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Ah, See, that's Romans 10 and 9. Oh, yes. And the life of praise begins right here with the confession of your mouth that Jesus is Lord. It starts right there. Mm, mm. Then number two, confess sin and repent. Yeah. You know, sin, a lot of times you, you have your own perspective of it. But let me tell you, it includes pride. It includes self-reliance. Anything that will separate you from God and from his love and protection. Yeah, come on. That's how he'll try to throw an obstacle up there to keep you from sin. What really, you know, we have our own perception about sin. Well, I'm just breaking it down. If you're prideful, if you're self-reliant, that's what's separating you from that complete love and protection. Come on, let's get it right. But we have the assurance of forgiveness if you just confess it. You don't have to enter into a big room and tell everybody, hear ye, hear ye. No, you and God, you come to him. In repentance, 1 John 1 and 9, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Oh, God is so good. Confess any known sin and ask God to search your heart, then receive his forgiveness. Three, praise God anyway. Despite your present feelings, it's important to offer praise to God. Hebrews 13 and 15 calls us to sacrifice. And we sacrifice praise. Talks about a sacrifice of praise. Despite your feelings or your circumstances, God often asks us to take the first step, especially when he's trying to help us grow in our faith. He'll always ask us to do that. And you know what? It's just so wonderful to just give him praise. The Bible says you don't have to praise him for everything, but you praise him in everything. Hmm. God, you're so good. I might not be able to say my situation is good, but I sure can say God is good. How about that? Mm. So you praise God anyway. Fourth thing, uh, join together with a prayer partner or other believers 
and share your struggles with another brother or sister in Christ. It's not only a good idea, but it's commanded. James 5 and 16, it's, 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 and Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10, that you know it's a good idea. James 5 and 16 said, we're commanded to do this, that we unite with other believers in regular worship. It's always a key to being able to praise God. And in this hour, when we are being denied of the ability to assemble ourselves together in our churches, we have, we have the virtual connection. Oh, yes. And so, you know, I just love it because we have social distancing, but we are not socially isolated. Oh, God is so good. We can yet join together with other believers. Connect up. Stay connected, people of God. Just stay connected. And then when you pray, you know, you just... I I call it do a checklist. Do your checklist. Make sure that you're committing your life to Christ. Make sure that you're confessing any sin and repent of it. Make sure that you're praising God anyway. And then get with other believers. Connect up. Well, you can do all that with the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Oh, yes. The disciple said, Lord, teach us to pray. And he said, this is how you pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Glory to God. And as you pray, you are living a life filled with praise for God. As you begin to pray, the praises will come out of your mouth. If you just take a few moments to give him glory and give him praise, every one of your prayers should open with praise and it should end with praise. That's what the Lord's prayer does. Our father, which I didn't have, hallowed be thy name. Woo! Woo! Just praise him for his hallowed name, his holy name, his honorable name. Woo! For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. There's another praise. (laughs) It only takes a few moments. Examine your life and your relationship with God and his son, Jesus, and being filled with his Holy Spirit. Yeah, Trinity. I'm telling you, as you do that, the obstacles of praise will move out of your way. If you have not made him Lord of your life, start right there. Let's make him Lord. Confess any known sin. Receive his forgiveness. Ask him to renew you and refresh your spirit. Come on, let's do it right now. Lord, say it after me. You have made me and you love me. Forgive me for falling down as I have and forgive me for failing to give you the praise which you deserve. I confess my need of you in all things. Come on. I desire to walk in joy and praise. Release me right now into a deeper understanding of who you are so that I may truly praise you. I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I tell you, what a powerful day. Oh, what a time we've had praising God, removing obstacles, really dismantling his attack upon you concerning living a life of praise. Oh my goodness. And let me tell you, First Chronicles 16, 23 through 25 declares God's word on praise. Sing to the Lord, all the earth, 
proclaim good tidings of his salvation from day to day. Tell of his glory among the nations, his wonderful deeds among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared among and above all gods. Oh, (laughs) well, I tell you, I am going to continue to pray for you and you pray for me. And as we continue to praise God for his faithfulness to his word, my prayer for you is that God will continually surprise you and cause you to stand in amazement at the astounding ways that he removes the obstacles of praise and releases you into an abundant life of living a life of praise. It is in the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Well, I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Dash is connecting to millions of people all over the globe. And we are asking our listeners to help us continue to further our reach by giving. Through your generous gift and donations, it helps us to disseminate this podcast to your location and all over the world. And since Dash is a 501c3 organization, every generous gift is tax deductible. To learn more, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. For we want to serve billions of people positively, productively, and prayerfully. We want to thank you for being a part of the Dash community. For you are the very best part of Dash Podcast. And remember, Dash is always on.